My name is Matt Brown. I guess so. And let's start the show. Well, wait, wait, let me let me explain something to you. Um, I am not Mr. Lebowski. You're Mr. Lebowski. I'm the dude. So that's what you call me, you know? Uh, that or uh, his dudeness or uh, duder or, uh, you know, El Duderino, if you're not into the whole brevity thing. place because you are here to join us. My name is Matt Brown and I am the host of the Productive Conversations podcast. How are we doing everybody on this Thursday, July 29th episode of this podcast, show number 93. So happy to have you join us and we have a lot to do on this broadcasting day. So before we get into the fun, don't forget to like and subscribe to the Productive Conversations podcast on all podcasting platforms and YouTube. And don't forget to check out exclusive content regarding this show on ProductiveConversationsPodcast.com. And don't forget to check us out in the world of social media. We're on Instagram at Productive Conversations Podcast. We're on Twitter at Prod Combo Pod. We're on TikTok at Productive Conversations. It is the final show of July 2021. It's been a very good month and we appreciate you for it. And we're about to hit August. I can't believe August 2021. As the show is just about nine and a half months old, it's been quite a ride and it's been an enjoyable one. Sorry, it's actually 10, around 10 months old. And wow, can't believe we're at this point. And uh, next week's a big week because Tommy, my youngest brother, is going to college for the first time. Wagner College in Staten Island He's going to play quarterback for the Wagner College Seahawks. Words cannot describe how much we love and appreciate you, Tommy. Good luck with that. My father's birthday is on Sunday, August 1st, so you know we will celebrate correctly. Happy birthday to my biggest influence in this world next to mom, my father. Even if you're a pain in the ass sometimes, as anybody is, and I'm probably I'm probably a pain in the ass to you, but we do that because we love each other, and uh, words can't describe my appreciation and your guidance, Dad, so happy birthday to you on Sunday. And for us today on this Thursday edition of the show... We have an up-and-coming rapper for you. He is part of the group VSW2. He is Norwalk's own. He is very talented. And him and his group just released an album, AOA, available on all streaming platforms, including iTunes, Spotify, and Apple Music. Mateo is in the building today. Yes, his name is Mateo. He goes hard. He's very talented. I ran into him at our gym in Norwalk, and... One thing led to another. We recorded a very great conversation. Now, we were not able to put any of the music on this podcast specifically due to technical difficulties from the We Transfer, but we have so much great to talk things either way. We're going to talk to him about his journey to music, and I highly, highly suggest you look out, look out for him, X Mateo X, on TikTok and Instagram and all of that. Definitely look him up there. Check out VSW2 on, again, all streaming platforms, and you will see this trio of rappers doing great things. I mean, maybe they're the next Migos. Maybe they're the next Fugees. Maybe they're the next Salt and Pepper. But all in all, they're VSW2. They're talented. And we are talking to one of their leaders, the great Mateo. Oh man, I really was glad I ran into him in the gym and now he's on the show. And yeah, let's rock and roll from there. Let's enjoy this interview. Mateo is in the building, everybody. So let's have some fun with that. Mateo, it's your turn. Let's get to it. I have a great 
rapper for you all, somebody you should be seeing in the future, and somebody you will be very excited about. He is an up-and-coming rapper, a part of the group VSW2. His newest collaboration album, AOA, can be heard on all streaming platforms, including Spotify and Apple Music, and it's available right now. Without further ado, here's my guest, Mateo. What's up, Mateo? Thanks for coming on the show. What's going on, brother? What's going on, Matt? Glad to be here, man. Like I said, it's a it's a pleasure to be on this podcast right now. You know, talking about music, all the fun stuff, man. So that album that just came out, like you said, AOA, it's out now. Spotify, Apple Music, iTunes, add that up. We got we got a lot of vibes. Definitely a vibe for for all listeners. So please check it out. Oh, absolutely, man. And we will definitely go into your journey and learn about what makes you, you and your group to and makes your group very special. So before I get into all the great stuff with your music, your journey, your performing, the group you're part of and where you expect to see in the future. Talk to me, Matt. Mateo about you. Talk to me, Mateo, about what you're up to. How's 2021 been? How's this summer? This odd feels like the fastest summer ever. But how have things been for you, Mateo? So I'll say I'll say right now that um, the COVID sucked. The, this whole this whole pandemic, I feel mm-hmm. like set set everybody and all their plans like behind and I feel like everyone's playing catch up right now to kind of um get all the things that they wanted to get off the ground like off the ground and like moving like dreams uh um affirmations whatever whatever you wanted to make possible people are like on grind time right now trying trying to get it done and um <clears throat> throughout the whole pandemic we were like recording music mm-hmm. I was um I was in school I just graduated just got my bachelor's from uh from southern well, congratulations, no. Matt. Uh, I'm so happy to hear that. It's awesome stuff. No, thank you. Thank you. And um, it was just like it was a struggle trying to like work and everything and get all that done, trying to trying to keep my eyes on the vision and everything. But um <clears throat> no, I powered through. And um, thank God, like no one in my family got COVID or got sick or anything. So Indeed. For, for the most part, it was just like, you know, just being safe and still trying to still trying to make the dreams come true. And um, that's actually what the album that just dropped. I have two more uh, projects that are going to drop this year. All right. We'll definitely so. get into that for sure. But, um, dude, this is awesome. And uh, basically what brought us here together is that Mateo, a.k.a. Matt Baker, and I have known each other for a very long time. Go, went through the Norwalk public school system. It's been a while since I see you, but what, we are both a part of the great institution known as Planet Fitness. And literally, I just had to go to the bathroom to do my thing, and you were there. And uh, who would have thought? After, of course, we washed our hands and keep, you know, sanity, you know, we talked and now you're on the show here. And uh, I didn't know that you were pursuing a career in music, but now we are here with it. And I would just love to hear your journey. So, Mateo, talk to us about um, how this all unfolded. What made you decide after going through the Norwalk public school systems and, um, you know, pursuing the other great things in life? What made you decide to pursue a career in music? What made you want to be the next big thing in the rap game? Love to please explain to it. Please, please explain it to us. Would love to hear it. Talk to me about it. Talk to okay. me about how you got into rap. So, okay. So ever since I was a kid, like my mom, my mom, my mom, my dad would always get like some of the newest albums that came out. And I, I remember uh, as a kid, I would like grab my, my dad's uh, cassette player, or, like his, uh, mm. His old like his old like one of those Sony Walkmans that has yeah. like a, a radio feature and you could you could put a CD into. Mm-hmm. I would listen to um, I would listen to a lot of Nas. Okay. A lot okay. of uh, Biggie Smalls. Yeah, Biggie Smalls is one of my definitely one of one of my top five. But yeah, ever since I was a kid, I used to love uh, old school music like that. And my my dad used to be a DJ too. He just okay. never he just never crossed over into like the digital era. So. 
Yeah. His, he had like he had like old school turntables and all that. I used to play with them, scratch his records by accident. <laughs> Classic, but, man, a real one. I mean, that's yeah. that's how you know for DJs before they hit the digital age where they could just put a Mac on and then put on Logic and go crazy. I mean, not mm. that there's anything wrong with that, but you know, when you were DJing back then, you had to really pay attention to the tracks and stuff, and yes. you know. You can't scratch it too much or you you can't hear anything from it. There is just a real extra skill for that. And that's really cool that you uh, was introduced that way to music. But elaborate more of what um, brought you to the rap game. So um, I started off doing slam poetry. Because mm-hmm. in, in high school, a lot of a lot of my friends or people I knew would be like, oh, you want to rap? And they was just like laughing at me and stuff. But. Once I had gotten into college, like I started going to uh, normal community, mm-hmm. I got I got into uh, I got a chance to do like slam poetry events and uh, just meet more people that did music and everything. So <clears throat> once I had done that, I was able to like like find my voice and like establish like a, a writing skill. I've always been a talented writer, and uh, people would always be like, "Yo, your poems are like awesome." Always give me compliments and everything. I remember I mm-hmm. met. I met um the mayor of Norwalk. I met him at a um at a slam poetry event. Look at him that. and his wife. Mayor uh, is it Rawling, I think. Mayor Rilling, Henry Rilling. Rilling, Rilling, mm-hmm. Rilling, yeah. I met him and his wife and they were like, um, like you're so good. You need to you need to like keep doing this. So just little things like that. And um I had met one of my friends in my group. He actually we actually went to high school, but we didn't really know each other that well. Mm-hmm. There's a whole funny story behind that, but um, he was going to to NCC, and I he uh he had heard that I had done poetry and everything. And I told him I wanted to get into music, so I kept hounding him down like, "Hey, when can I get into the studio? When can I do this? When can I do that?" And then uh, he finally like um made time, let me come into his home studio. And we started working on music, and this was back in um back in 2017, like 2018, we started. And uh, I started recording tracks and tracks and tracks, okay, like establishing okay. my voice and everything, finding the flow. That's the hardest part doing music, especially for a rapper, having to find flow. Your flow is like mm-hmm. your cadence on the track. And if you don't have that, that's the hardest part. I'd say I'd say that, finding that, but also already having like the writing skills from poetry helped me out a lot in my music. So once I started doing that, recording more, doing actual performances when I was like, like, you know, doing my songs and everything, um, we just like started coming together. We met a beatboxer, we met a singer, uh, a couple of beat makers and stuff. And then we just really got it off the ground. I say 2018 was the year, 2018 until now, we've, um, we've progressed like so much getting performances on stage events and everything. So all right. So we really you all you, it seems that you always knew that you would somehow some way cross into this. Is that correct? Well, this is kind of funny, but um, I was actually going to school for engineering, mm-hmm. like a mechanical engineer. <clears throat> but um, even when I was doing that, I would find myself like still working on music and everything. Okay. I was actually uh, I had a friend that had a connection at a studio at Southern. And uh, he would sneak me into like Southern's uh, like recording studio and uh, let me record music over there. And then while I was still an engineer, this is before I did the transition into English. But um, yeah, just doing that, my mind just kept gravitating towards music. So, and that, that's, how, that's how I ended up here. I, I graduated with a, a bachelor's in uh, English Lit. All right. And now you're on your way to greener pastures one way or the other. Okay. So we get, we always had the parrots and fluids playing music. You know, we mean to collab with people who have the resources to create the music. And now that after you graduated college, you know, you have this talent in you, you now see, you know, open your horizon, see where things go. So my next question for you is talk to me about performing. You have the you figured out that you got flow, as you mentioned, the most like you said, the most important aspect to a rapper's performing style. You figure out you have flow. You know how to write music. You know how to be lyrical, especially from the slam poetry. So talk to me now about performing in front of an audience. 
you have everything together. You know, it was good for you and the few people who listen to you. But talk to me about the first time you were on stage and you were performing for strangers and what that was like and whether there was some obstacles to overcome or it came natural to you. Okay, talk okay. to me about performing. Okay, so I'm going to tell you, I'm going to tell you about my first performance that I did. All right. This is back in, um, this was back in, in middle school, I think, or maybe ninth grade. I had got, I had gotten a performance at a club called Two Boots in Bridgeport. And it's funny because mm-hmm. the other mayor of Narwhal, Mayor Moshe, he had came to that, uh, to that event. He had came you with Narwhal politicians, huh? <laughs> I don't know why, but <laughs> somebody had gotten the mayor of Narwhal to come and he came with, uh, with News 12. So, um, uh, one of my friends I was supposed to record with back then, I think this was, yeah, I'll say ninth grade. I was supposed to record, we were supposed to perform. My friend backed out the last minute. He's like, yeah. he's like, man, I can't, I can't do this. He's just like, I'm not ready. I'm not ready. And we, we recorded two songs mm-hmm. and, um, I was like, I can't, I can't lose my chance. I was like, I got to take it. My, my whole, my whole life is like the Nike sign. Just do it. I hear that, <laughs> I, man. I got up, I got up. And everyone was looking at me in the in the audience. I'll never forget this. I got up and I was just like, I can't, I can't perform my songs tonight, but I'm gonna just do a freestyle for you guys. And I, I started saying a freestyle off the top of my head. And uh a couple of people clapped, and this guy's like, All right, man, all right, man. He's like, That's the stuff, that's the stuff. But uh, I didn't I didn't get like a round of applause like all the other people that performed, but um I was just happy that day that even though my friend backed out. I still found the courage to get on stage, even though I didn't get that that much of a round of, of applause. No one like booed me off stage or anything, but I still ate up all that anxiety and got on stage. Wow, that commend you on that. That's actually an amazing story, Matt. So, do you feel that maybe that is the way to go? You have to do the Nike symbol, whether it's performing on stage, whether it's a big thing at work, whether it's just going in an uncomfortable situation. Do you feel after experiencing that? that you have to do the Nike model and just do it because, well, it's better than not doing it and have regrets. What do you say with that? Okay. So now, um, now looking at like my, my, um, my first performance while I was taking music serious, like starting in 2018 and like still feeling that same anxiety, but still going on stage and, um, you know, just saying everything with like my passion and everything. Mm-hmm. I, um, I'll say that, yeah, just do it. Just do it still stands today because I've still, because I've, I've come to the conclusion that no matter how hard you prepare yourself, you're still going to, you're still going to have days where you're just like, oh, shoot, am I ready? Or, oh, wow, there's, there's this many people in the audience right now, especially when you're looking at everybody's eyes to everyone's looking at you. So I say just do it still stands with me to this day because regardless, you're not always going to be 100%. You might be 60, 70, 35, but just do it still stands. Well, that's some very powerful stuff to hear, man. And we appreciate you sharing that and very inspiring. And I definitely hear you. I feel like sometimes you really do. I mean, for lack of a better word, just do it because it's I think it's worse to not do something and have the regret for it. So what do we really have to lose anymore when just trying things? I feel that's one thing as we keep getting older since you and I just about a year apart is that we really do have to just attempt the things, even we don't want to. And I feel like nine times out of 10, it winds up actually being a better case scenario than what we thought, you know? Yeah. Can I, can I give you an analogy? Of course you can say whatever you want, Matt. I pay for the zoom unlimited zooms. So feel free to use our time. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so I'm like, I, what I hate more than anything is like, going to a party and then like seeing like some pretty girls and then not going up to them and like talking to them. I I try to, I try to use that. Like when I think about music, because I'm just like, if I had the the courage to like go into the booth and record this music, I should have the same amount of courage to go on stage and present it to the people, you know? So same way if, um, for someone like working on themselves, if you've been working on yourself and you have everything in line, you should you should have no excuse why you can't go talk to that person in the room that you want to go talk to. For sure. 
you know. I- Listen, Tyler, you could talk about freaking fruits and vegetables as long as you're confident with it, whether it's a female or just some dude you want to speak to about whatever. Yeah. It's uh, it goes a long way. So, again, you don't have anything to lose, especially yeah, with how, lose. how some of lose. these other people treat it. And they make themselves actually look like fools putting stuff on a pedestal and speaking that way. So you just yeah. are the testament of that. And you, you have to be true to yourself, too, you know. That's in pushing those things and stepping out of your shadow, getting out of your shell. You have to be fair to yourself to do it as well and make it happen. You do and just do it. It's like so deep. Those three words are like deeper than some people may seem because when you tell yourself just to do it, you take away humility. There's no pride, yeah. no nothing in the mix. You already you broke away that 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 wall in front of you and you just you're just pushing through. Yes, it's like the as make sure you focus on yourself for it and have an and I say this respectfully, a healthy ego. I really think there is such a thing to that. You need yeah, to yeah. Oh sorry. Oh no, I was just saying, you know, you just have to believe in yourself with that and healthy ego. There is a definitely a difference between cockiness and confidence. And cockiness yeah. is when you think you're the shit, and confidence is when you know you're the shit. And you don't have to worry about the any outcomes after because you know you're all right. right. I think you were saying, as you were saying, with just do it, you prove that for yourself that you are going to be all right. And you know, fun fact, and ironically, I know that just do it. I believe the herbal legend is that there was the actual term "just do it" came from a person who was on death row, and they're like, uh, pretty much saying your final words, and he was like, "Just do it, just end it already." I don't know if that's necessarily true. I've seen that on, I've heard that urban ledger, but um, hey, at least we now make just do it for good, you know, and the millions and millions of others who do it too, you know? Right, right, right. What other, just random, what were some other great just do it moments for you? Whether music, life, work, school, what are just some other, I was nervous to do this thing, but I said, fuck it, and I'm going to just do it. And now I have this great story behind it, and I'm a better person for it. What is another just do it moment for you? Okay, another. So I'm trying to I'm trying to give you a give you a good one. Yeah, even if it's like, you know, I had a just do it moment. This girl messed up my order at Wendy's. I could have just drove away and deal with it. But I got in the parking lot. I got my receipt. And I said, hey, this isn't what I ordered. She fixed it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know because I already I already know how that is. Sometimes you're like you've been waiting for that sandwich all day. You finally go to get it, and then somebody brings it out with pickles, and you don't want pickles on. Yeah, but <laughs> not up know, in here. Yeah, you were cool. You were cool about that. But um, <laughs> yeah, do you know where? Uh, I'm gonna give you one. You know where Taco Daddy is. Taco Daddy, very familiar. Probably know the area. Where is it near and stuff? So there's a spot, and uh, it's in Stanford. In Stanford, in Stanford, okay. Yeah, and it's um, it's a uh, you know it's a little pricey, but their their food is on point. And I I had gone with one of my friends, and me and her are, uh, at the bar, and then another friend comes, and like there's like people dancing and stuff, like a really real nice okay, vibe. Okay. And um, this guy. Uh, is coming up serving food, right? And um, he's he's walking with a tray, and um, he keeps bringing up food to like other people sitting next to us. But he keeps bringing the wrong order. I, I, every time he does that, I was looking at the bartender. The bartender's face is all like smushed up, like you can't, you're not doing your job, and all this. And then, um, yeah, I see this happen like three times. And like the last time, the guy comes out. Um, the bartender like is about to say something to him because he just had enough, and I'm like, uh, I'm like, hey, hey, I whip out, I whip out like a, a just a, a wad of money I had, and I was like, I'll pay. I was like, I'll pay for the food. I was just like, I was like, I didn't, I didn't order it, but I was just, like, I, I was like, I'll pay for it because uh, we're we're hungry anyway. And the guy's like, he's like, he's like, what? I was just like, yeah, I was like, I paid for it so you don't get in trouble, man. He's just like, he's like, nah, man. He's like, I'm good here. They love me here. He's like, I'm mm-hmm. not gonna get in trouble. He's like, but you know what? He's like, I appreciate you for doing that. He's like, whatever you want, it's on the house. Whatever you want. So, I told him I wanted like a, 
I forgot what I said. I was like, just bring me whatever. He's like, he's like, you want a uh, quesadilla? I'm like, yeah. I was like, why not? So he brings me out this huge, like, triple stack quesadilla. And he's just like, he's like, thank you again, man. And I was just like, but that was a just do it moment because everyone else was looking at him because I guess they were like, oh, shoot, he's about to get fired or something. But Uh-oh. me just whipping out the money and just being like, I'll pay for whatever it is. That just do it moment got me a free quesadilla and it was a good night it was a good night and you made someone's day it seems just by doing the right thing yeah oh man proud of you mad can't wait to see the what more just do it moments you accomplish and just before we get into your group and talk about your new album i just want to ask madden this is your moment that you can really tell my audience what makes you 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 know in a time where so many people are pursuing music some are great and talented some are awful and you ask them to pursue something else but for you matt who generally has some great flow i've heard your album you're fun you're distinct and you're a powerful person behind that microphone and i'm saying this genuinely that's what i notice but what do you have to say for the people being introduced to you and before you are on your way to hit it big and hitting those big audience members, what makes you differ from all the other up and coming new rap stars? Mm. Okay. So I'll say, uh, what makes me different? What makes me different is that, uh, despite, despite the voice that I was given, this this deep voice where I don't sound like, you know, just uh, any any other rapper. I don't think somebody said I sound like Rick Ross or like Pop Smoke or something like that. <laughs> but, uh, I can see that. That was like one of the hardest parts for me because I, I, my friends would like go record music and they're like, oh, I'm listening to Kendrick. I'm trying to like sing like that. I'm trying to like, sing like Frank Ocean and stuff like that. But I feel like I had no one to go off of. But I feel like my creativity and the place that I escape to when I write music is one of the most important parts about me because I'm tapping into so many different, so many different things. And I'm just like, I would have thought I would, my creativity would have been blocked because I have no references, but if anything, my creativity has no, has no, um, has no level cap or anything because I don't sound like anyone. So I'm just creating my own, my own, own way to go go about things and i think that's the most important part all right that's what i like to hear most important part and i think that's one key thing that lots of artists whether you're pursuing music or stand-up or improv or whatever like you have to make your own brand for you like people don't want to see the next pop smoke or rick ross they wanted to see the next individual performer whether he or she or they are pursuing that and i think that's awesome that you recognize that too people want to be saying mateo people want to bounce around for mateo they don't need another rick ross impersonator they want mateo like i feel that you realize that and that's really admirable you know i was always one of those people even in even in like elementary school middle school high school people would make fun of me because i didn't uh I didn't do things other people that other people did. I used to get designs on my head and used to used to do all this stuff. And um, that that was just me because I'm a leader. I don't I'm not a follower. And I feel like that resonates most of my my music. Exactly. Leader out here. That is the key. And then you will have your following after that. And well, I'm glad that you are able to prove that. And we're excited to see what happens with you, Mateo. So enough about you. Let's talk about your group. So you are part of the group known as VSW2. So why don't you talk to us first by telling us what exactly does that mean if you're allowed to say it? I know the Imagine Dragons apparently have an acronym and they're not telling anyone what it is. But we would love to hear what is VSW? Talk to me about your other members and then um, talk about how you guys or girls, I think, and girls, um, talk to me about how you all came together for this great rap group. Okay, so uh, 
So BSW2, we, um, it was a name I actually, um, <laughs> it was a name I came up with because uh, I feel like it just resonated most with, uh, just with our mission, with our, our link between each other, like mm-hmm. our, our commonalities between each other. And um, I'll, I'll, I'll keep the acronym uh, a secret until, uh, until we, we, we like fully release the name. Right. But I'll say that um, throughout my whole journey in college, college, I met a lot of my friends that I have like right now, I met them in college. And I think I think it's important to note that because um, I'm a, I met uh, one of my best friends, Jay, who has a recording studio in his house. We started recording music, right? Then um, I used to do the slam poetry events and I met my boy Andres, who's in a group. His name is a. Uh, his name is uh, D Rez, and you'll see him listed in the uh, in the track list mm-hmm. on the project. But he um, he's on a song called "Distorted," and uh, he actually sings, he raps, and he beatboxes. And uh, okay. any talent okay. show, that's how I met him. He used to beatbox at talent shows in uh, in college, and um, people would always go crazy, like jumping up on stage and in the crowds and stuff for his beatboxing. And um, yeah, I met him like that. And then the singer, uh, Zach Wilson, that's in the not the quarterback of the Jets. <laughs> this is a different one. Yeah, a different, a different one. Yeah, mm-hmm. I met I met him through, uh, through my friend Jay, and um, he's a crazy singer, crazy singer. And um, I feel like music, the kind of the one commonality commonality between all of us, just brought us together. Okay, so you guys meet at various events. You guys know that this is what we're going to do. We, why not be the next Migos, Black Eyed Peas, Fuji's, you name them, all the great groups. So how long have you been a group for exactly? You So you said this was in Southern. Like how long do you remember that your first year collaborating together? So I'll say I'll say since uh, 2018. 2018. So you, okay, cool. So you've been at it for a few years now. Can you talk, have you guys had the chance to perform in front of uh, other people? Yeah. So we, um, we've done like quite a few events, especially for, um, so we've done some um, at some, like some clubs, some venues. Okay. Okay. Um, we've done a performance for, um, for Juneteenth. Juneteenth, mm-hmm. we did a, we did a performance and like um there was like a Black Lives Matter rally and everything. All right. That and um we we also held our own uh, like showcase for like local artists and everything. Nice. We like headlined and um I can send you a link to that. But, Please um, do. Maybe they'll come on the show. Some of these artists as well. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, after they see this, it's a wrap. It's a wrap. I got you. That means but, a lot, um, man. Trust me. Yeah, we've um yeah, we've done a lot of like small events like that. We we also worked at Brooklyn, I can't forget. All right. I, I had uh, I had gone to a Nas listening party with uh with um Andres Drez and uh we met Davies. Uh nice, and, really. How yeah, was he? So, yeah, he was I mean, he was cool. He let he let uh he let us take a picture with him. And um it was a lot of famous people out there. It was just, like so many people to see at once. Nice. But um, yeah, I had done that. I met this lady. She does like showcases for artists. So I reached out to her. She let us go to New York and perform. And then she's still reaching out to us to do another performance. And uh, we actually have we have a performance uh, coming up on the 24th. On the 24th. And um, the link is in my bio my, on my Instagram. Okay, a, cool, cool. Yeah. Perfect, perfect. Well, the only thing is... That performance will have happened after we put this on the air. But yeah. do you have any other shows besides that? Or do you we could definitely hit on it towards the end of the show what you plan for the future, but if there's anything else to quickly plug, you can. Yeah, yeah. I can um Yeah, on my on my Instagram, we have a lot of the the shows that we've done uh documented on there. Cool, cool. So check out your tour dates on your Instagram, which definitely. is X Mateo X underscore official. Awesome. Awesome. Great. Okay. So 
you have performed. Talk to me about when the three of you perform together. Like, how does that feel together? Do you feel like you're like a band in a rock, a rock band? I mean, obviously a hip hop group, but do you feel like you are all coming together to perform this awesome, you know, stuff that you all provided together? Do you feel like a partnership and a bond while being on stage together? You talked about what was like performing by yourself, but when you perform with a group, what's the difference? What's added to it? Or what's, um, you know, different about it? So we have, um, there's a couple of events where we did perform a lot together with four mics because uh, uh, one of my best friends, uh, Jay, who's in the group, his dad is a DJ, digital DJ. So he, he'll, he'll give us, he'll give us four mics to like walk around and like perform and everything. And um, yeah. I actually throw, uh, I throw backyard, backyard bangers, I used to call them. Where, backyard uh, bangers. I would invite, I would invite some people to hear our music and we would perform. So, and I, I've, I've done quite a lot of these, but um, yeah, I noticed when, like when we do events like that, we're like automatically making sure that no one is like facing their back to the crowd. Everyone's like, if, if I'm, if I'm walking too far, too far away, like, like one of my friends is like coming up, pulling me back. And I feel like on stage, even at venues, we've um, stopped each other from falling off stage or like walk, walking too far away from each other. And I just feel like um, that anxiety is still there in a group, but that that anxiety just turns into just turns into power in a sense because somebody right next to you is doing the same thing and they're um they, they got your back just like you got their back so anxiety turned to power now that is a sound bite right there so cool all right so you know you all have the juice you know how to perform in front of a crowd now obviously you have to give the crowd something to keep and that is your first album which again AOA available on all streaming platforms, whether it's Apple Music, Spotify, iTunes. It is here to stay. So with tracks such as Arrival, Bloody Knife, Keisha, Distorted, If I Fall, and so on and so forth, this 10-track, 31-minute album is now yours to keep. It's been out for a couple weeks now, and uh, only growing up, only going up from here. So Mateo, Talk to me about the album. Talk to me. You mentioned you were recording a lot in the pandemic. Was that where this album was ultimately created? Uh, what is the story behind AOA? Okay, so uh, we had our this project had gone through so many uh, so many changes and and dismemberment and like we at first we were gonna make it longer, then we made it shorter, and then. Um, we took we took songs that were supposed to be on here, took them off, saved them for another project. But um, what we looked at, one thing we looked at for this was just like uh, like the hero cycle, the and this is like uh, this is a cycle that's um that's in a lot of like stories like the Odyssey and the Iliad and stuff Ooh. like that. Like a hero goes on a journey, and like these are like the points in the journey that the hero has like gone through until they get to the end, and um. The whole album, if you listen to it like that, it does tell a story. And um, the 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 name behind AOA, which stands for Age of Aquarius, a lot of people don't know this, but the Age of Aquarius is like the Age of Awakening, like mm-hmm. finding out things, breaking out of the matrix in a sense, like finding out things that you didn't that you didn't know before. Let the sun shine with that. Let, let the sun shine and. Um, I feel like that resonated a lot with us with like COVID and like all the riots and everything. Yeah. Just the whole world and unrest, being able to see past that and still get your goals done. I feel like we really like harness that and like focus. Cause like so many distractions in school, I mean, work, I work part-time, but my job is basically full-time and um, mm. just having to deal with all these things while being a full-time student and still get the, the project done. I feel like, um, that gave us that gave us even more um even more of like a push to like get this done and commit to it. See past see past all the nonsense and focus on the goal. So you would say that this almost traumatic year 2020, 
you used it to your advantage to create better material for this album? Most definitely. Most definitely. Being wow. that all our all our personal experiences, like while wow, we've done this, you know, um, whatever it is going through breakups or like losing uh, family members or anything like that, that all that all gave us an extra push and drive to like commit to this and get it done. Nice, nice. So how did this the recording sessions work with this? So did you go to your boy's crib and you record track by track all night to, you know, give it to the engineers to mix it all together and such? Or was this all between your group handling it together, sending it out to be distributed and stuff? Talk to me about the recording of the album itself. Like, how did that all unfold? So uh, we actually recorded at my boy's uh, home studio, my boy JV. We, we record right in his home studio. He's uh he's learned how to engineer himself. Okay. And uh, cut vocals, make them sound nice and clear. And um, I I hope all that uh, transitioned onto the project because um, yeah, his 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 editing skills are just like on another level. Mm-hmm. And um, so I guess some people would say we work in like a chaotic environment because. But it's it's chaotic in a way that it we can we can still get what we have to get done and still be able to relax. Like we'll we'll be watching Netflix, watching all these shows and stuff, mm-hmm. write music, go into the studio or go right into his closet, record, come out. And when I told a lot of people this, they were just like, "What well, you recorded all this in the closet?" I'm just like, "Hey, I mean that's as long as sounds good, right?" Yeah, home studio is like completely different from like an actual recording studio, and I kind I kind of like it. Sometimes I record in the actual studio, but I feel like it's a little bit more chill. You don't feel like uh, the pressure is not as high when you're in an environment like that. Yeah, might as well take advantage as technology has advanced for us as content creators. Why not make the most of it? As long as it sounds good, as long as that's literally all you have to do as an audience member is to hear it and you know making things just delicious like that <laughs> wait matt can i ask you a question yeah did, did it sound like we recorded it in the closet the, the the album no i thought it was very professional you know listening to the 10 tracks i've heard tracks that go very hard i've heard tracks that are a freestyle i have the more melody the, you know the drake you know not soft Drake because it's soft, but it's just like that mellow Kali Marvin's room type of song like Kesha is. That's per- my personal favorite track is or it's Keisha. Um, it's stuff like that. That's really um, just shows that you all pulled it off. And I'm not, you know, here to brown nose you or kiss your ass. It is a very well produced album. And if anybody has a problem with it, well, they could get the fuck out of here. Honestly, power to the content creator, whatever medium you're pursuing it, whether it's podcasting or YouTube or TikTok or making music. I genuinely support your group. And I think it's very, very, very professional. And I really hope that you keep performing and putting yourself out there because more people with valuable opinions that give you more opportunities in the music world will recognize it too. So that's what I would have to say as a fan. What would you have to say too? Is there anything you'd like to elaborate on that? Um. I just want to say I, I I appreciate you, and um, I'm always like asking for everybody's like honest opinion about the music. So I'm not yeah. one of those guys that are like, oh, you don't like my music, that all this. I'm always about like, okay, this wasn't that good. How can I make it better? You know, exactly. But I'm glad that you. I'm glad that you did like it. And uh, Keisha's like like one of my personal favorites too. So <laughs> <laughs> for like sure. That. Before we hit on the tracks, like I know what you're you're talking about, man. And, you know, same with my podcast, whether some are better than others. I just hope that uh, the only important opinion that matters is the audience ones, but also the person who's creating the content for the audience. They need to have a confidence to provide entertainment information and, you know, given a profound moment for them being productive. Hence, that's what the, the Productive Conversations podcast is all about. Because matter yeah. somehow, some way, we're staying productive with it. And uh, I believe that's what uh, AOA provides with your group and such. So I just wanted to hit on the tracks 
quickly. As I said, my personal favorite is Keisha. I like the uh, the musical vocals in it. I like the very mellow beat to it. No one is rapping over each other. There is not too much going on. I think your opening track, Arrival, is a nice way to show that you're here to stay with a great force. Um, I hear people, the people featured here are, you know, putting a great effort out there. You have some great lyrics into that. What are some other tracks that people should look out for? And, you know, as I do with every artist, the cold open has some samples from these tracks and uh, we close out with one, but talk to me about what are some of the other tracks to really look out for? And if any other ones personally mean something more to you, you mentioned Keisha for one has a special place in your heart. Is there any other tracks like that? So, uh, so yeah, I'll say uh, Arrival is definitely, definitely a good um, a good opener on there. I, I don't think we could have picked a better opener. It's like so smooth. That's the smoothest introduction uh, possible. But uh, definitely er- Erosions. Erosions. I really like that song because uh, we had gotten turned down from the performance for a performance one day because this guy was basically like um, it was like a a Christian like music event. And he was just like, you he's like, all your music has like profanity in it. And you can't basically you you can't take this performance because you don't have any like any any music with like a good message. I mean, a lot of our music does have a good message, but not the message that that he was looking for. So mm-hmm. I had told uh one of my boys, like, yo, we gotta make a song that has no cursing in it, can still deliver a message and still get people's heads to to, to bump and um, that's how we made erosions yeah I think it does it shows you know of course when we make certain audiences and if you have to you obviously if you swear or not good music is good music no matter what and yeah, yeah I understand some people may be turned off from the foul language but as long as you're telling a story you're not doing it just to be an ass I think it's fine you know are there any other tracks besides Erosions and Keisha that also uh, Arrival you also mentioned that also uh, is something that an audience member should look out for? Like I said, all right, I get your new album. What's the first track I should listen to unless you, I should hear the album from start to finish? So, so look at, uh, check out Bloody Knife. Bloody Knife is like, a, Ooh, I feel like story behind that. summer. So <laughs> Bloody Knife, uh, believe it or not, is a... Uh, was a song that um that um my boy Jay and Zach had um had like recorded a long time ago. And um they recorded that back in like 2017 or 2018. But I had um I had heard the song and I was just like, yo, like I gotta I gotta be on this song. Like this is like a this is a really good vibe. And they had um it sounded a little bit different compared to what it sounds now. But um yeah, Zach, Zach just went in crazy with the singing vocals. And um, I just, you know, I laid down a verse on there. And I just feel like that song just became a whole vibe. And I, okay. I, I think that resonates most with summer right now. So but someone was saying, like, I need a summer summer jam off that. I'll say Bloody, Bloody Knife. Bloody Knife. Look out for that. Again, available on all streaming platforms, whether Apple Music, iTunes, and Spotify. Okay, so Mateo, this is exciting with your album. It's here, here to stay. Now let's talk about your future, what you hope to accomplish between you and your group. And uh, you mentioned you have some projects in the work. Can you uh, elaborate on that? What can we expect from you or your group in the future? Okay, so in the future, we're going to have possibly three parts to uh, to AOA. Oh, okay. Three parts, and we already have, we honestly, we probably have four albums worth of material. We just need to decide how we want to roll it out. But because we've recorded so many songs and changed the project so many times, we have like easy, like almost 100 songs in the vault that we can, uh, that we can put out. So, but before we can do that, I think um, one of our goals is to get our get our uh, our followings up, and also get our get our plays up, so we can um, we can just grow more and more of a following, grow more of a fan base, 
Yeah. I think that's that's the most important um most important goal for us right now because if we can get a whole movement around VSW two, a whole movement for like real for real music, music with meaning, music with heart, music with soul, music with purpose, I think that would um that would just be good for for us spiritually and good for and good for our um our our artistry. There's no reason why you all can't accomplish that. So would you say the next time you have this music out, as you grow this following and such, would you expect this to drop in like the fall, the winter, maybe next spring ASAP? Or do you want to just say, pay attention and wait and see what we have in store? Like apparently Kanye, Kanye is about to drop an album allegedly. And no one knew that was coming. So, I mean, I guess you did, but like now that it's official, official, but talk to us. When should we expect some new stuff? I'll say that um, we never stop working. We're always, we're always in the studio and I'll say that stay tuned because another album may drop this year because I already said I was given two albums for me personally, but we could get another group album before the end of this year. I'm just saying, just putting it out there. Might get another album by the end of this year. And the terms of extra show dates and tour dates, again, you would find those tour dates on your web Instagram, which you said X Mateo X underscore official. Um, uh-huh. Where could be some of these performances? Where can they be at or um, to mention besides obviously for people to go check it out and log in? But if you can verbally tell us too, where are some of the shows going to be? You will excite us even more. So one of my best friends who's also a part of our team, he, um, he does a lot of the creative work. He's also an artist too, does music, but um, he does a lot of work behind the camera too, like shoots a lot of our music videos. And uh, he yeah, actually- Where can we find those our, music videos? We can find them on my, on my YouTube. All the links are on my, are in my bio. Okay. I, have like a, I have a link tree that, you can, that can take you to everything. My, my, my Instagram can take you to everything. But um, yeah, he has an art studio in, uh, in Bridgeport in this innovation center. And um, he's, he's holding a, an event there on the 24th, 7 p.m. And uh, it's, it's, op- it's open to all. The Eventbrite is in my, it's in my bio. And um, yeah, you can grab a ticket, come out, vibe with us. We'll have food, drinks, good music, artwork too. So all right. so you're gonna be a vibe, man. Cool, cool. And anything for August or anything like that? Do you have anything to for us to look forward to? Yeah, so we want to hold a listening party for actually for uh, for AOA. So that should be um that should be sometime in August too. All right, cool. So again, go to X Mateo X underscore official to check out more information on where to see Mateo perform and his group. Again, that is VSW two. So. One last thing we have to accomplish, Matt, and I've really been enjoying our talk. I hope you have been as well. So I was wondering if we could do it quickly, the prize questionnaire, 10 deep but short questions where we discuss, you know, where you see where your head is at with these questions. Are you ready for them? May we ask him? Yep. Ask away, ask away. All right. So Mateo's prize questionnaire starts now. What is your favorite word? My favorite word. Uh, let me see. Mm, my favorite word. I'll say. I'll say. Uh, I'll say. Cool. That's my favorite word. Favorite word is cool. Okay. What is your least favorite word? Least favorite word. I'll say. I'll say okay. Okay is my my least uh, my least favorite word. <laughs> I hear you on that. Fuck okay. Um, my next question is, what turns you on in this world? And again, this is more of a life and fulfillment question, not necessarily a sexual question. What turns you on in this world? My passions. Passions. All right. Excellent. Profound. And what is your least favorite? Um, sorry. What turns you off in this world? 
Mm. I'll say... I'll say terrible people. Damn fucking right. What sound or noise do you love? Mm. I like uh, when you're in like a... You're going towards like a waterfall or towards like a stream and you can like hear like the water like trickling down. Oh, waves in the water. Peaceful, peaceful. Nothing beats that. What sound or noise do you hate? Probably like those uh, loud screeching noises like when someone's like dragging something across the across the floor, like a wooden floor. Oh, man. I'm all too familiar with that. What's your favorite curse word, Matt? Teo. Fuck. <laughs> Nothing beats that. <laughs> what profession other than your own would you like to attempt? Mm. Probably being... Uh... Mm, what other profession other than my own? Maybe a firefighter. I'll say a firefighter, yeah. I think you'd be a badass firefighter, Mateo. I'd be a big fan of that. What profession would you not like to do? <laughs> uh, probably I'm stuck between an electrical and a police officer. <laughs> oh man <laughs> my final question for today Mateo is if heaven exists what would you like to hear God say to you when you arrive at the pearly gates everything you did was worth it I think you are on track for that so Mateo tell us one more time where can we find your new music and where can we find your social media so find me on Find me on Instagram, xmateox underscore official. New project out now. AOA out on Spotify, Apple Music, Tidal, Amazon, the whole shebang. Link is link is in the bio. Link is in the description. And um, I hope you guys can listen to this and really, really find like a track that most resonates with you and like whatever you're going on in the world right now. And I hope that you guys can, you know, find some peace from this music. And I really think we will. Well, Mateo, this was everything I hoped it would be. And then some, I appreciate you walking us through your journey. And we're really excited for the future. Please come back anytime and feel free to have your group join us as well. And anytime you have new music to plug or to advertise, you reach out to me and I'll show the audience the great stuff that you're cooking up, man. Thank you so much for this. Any other final words? No, I just want to say thank you, Matt. I'm glad I ran into you that day. And uh, it, was a, it was a blessing and a good time to be on your show tonight. Oh, that genuinely means the world to me. Caps off to you, Mateo. We'll see you very soon. And I'm glad we can keep this conversation going. All right. Don't forget to check him out. Mateo, X Mateo underscore official. And uh, can't wait to see what's up, what you are up to next. All right. Thank you so much, Mateo. You have a great night. Peace, brother. Peace. When Mateo, great job, my friend. Seriously, fantastic conversation with you. I am a fan of you. And I'm sure once people tune in and check out your music and your group's music, again, that's VSW2, check out Mateo. You will all be enthrilled and you will enjoy it. There is no doubt about that. That again, check out Mateo's new collaboration album, AOA with the group VSW2, available on all streaming platforms, including Apple Music, Spotify, and iTunes. Seriously, give the guys a support, give the guys your support, I should say, and you will definitely enjoy what is going to be listened to. Again, I just want to remind you to don't forget to like and subscribe to the Productive Conversations podcast on all podcasts and platforms 
and YouTube. And to check out exclusive content regarding this show, go to ProductiveConversationsPodcast.com. And check us out in the world of social media. We're on Instagram at Productive Conversations Podcast. We're on Twitter at ProdConvoPod. We're on TikTok at Productive Conversations. So... Final show of July. I hope everybody has a fantastic weekend. We are back here on Monday with the great Steve Casalunas is making his big return. And then we have a great Thursday show for you that we will let be a surprise. So lots to do, lots to look forward to. And I think we will be enjoying what's taking place. Enjoy the final weekend of July, everybody. Be responsible. Do the right thing. Make people proud. Again, To the greatest listeners and fans in the world and the greatest audience in the world, I appreciate you tuning in each and every single week. Words cannot describe my appreciation and love for you all. Thank you for making this show possible. And with that, my name is Matt Brown. I hope you have the best weekend possible. Make some big news. Make some big moves. Make some big news. And make us proud because we believe in you and we know you will. All right, everybody. You have a great weekend. I will see you on Monday. Peace.